0: Welcome to the Crimson Guitars Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Crimson Guitars, the Crimson Guitars Podcast, because there's only one. Um, Episode 15, and today is the 4th of July, so you'll be hearing this on the 6th of July. Yeah. Or whenever you choose to listen to it, so it might be 2018. Could be. definitely won't be earlier than this. In which case I've aged terrifically in that time. You've looked the same for the last five years. You'll always look like that. I've looked 38 since I was about 12.
2: Jeez. I'm not 38 yet
1: so I know it's (laughs) bad. So we are back with another installment of our uh, mini series. Mini series. Our guitar talk odyssey where we talk through various Famous guitars fabled guitars and we have arrived at probably the most famous guitar would yeah. you would you agree yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh the stratocaster so for anyone who hasn't listened to the last uh three two episodes on this james is gonna have to correct me the whole way through this today yeah. um we basically we, we've taken these podcasts we, we kind of truncated them a little bit into a shorter format to talk about um some guitars that we've kind of picked out so we've we've done the Telecaster and the Gibson Les Paul um, and we're going to hopefully give sort of a balanced argument with the three point of views so on well would you like to introduce yourself Christopher <laughs> on my left
0: <laughs> and my name is Christopher um, and I'll be giving the point of view of a, uh, a builder or Cool. Sure. I'm James I'm uh,
2: originally luthier and a guitar tech so I've
1: got um, an odd point of view. James has got James's point of view. <laughs> and I'm I'm Toby, I'm a guitarist. Uh, yeah, I'm a ball guitarist. Um so I play the guitars. I don't really know anything else about them. But yeah, that's that I'm gonna chuck my ass expense in as well. So we will start with the strap. Well we're gonna start talking about the strap. So James, I'm gonna let you go, as this is your these are your guitars today. So we've had to source certain guitars. So James yeah. is un and um, he's unlocked the, the vault and he's uh, unleashed some of his collection upon us. So James, the Stratocaster. Come on, yeah. give us a potted history and what you know about it. So um
2: Strat was launched in nineteen fifty four. It was um kind of uh obviously it's a Leo fender design, but it is he took the telly out to cu- a lot of country musicians, actually, mm-hmm. and said, like, what do you want to improve this? And, like, oh, it's really big, it's really uncomfortable, like, it presses against my ribs and stuff like that, and I want this, and, uh, like, a trem would be good, and, um, and vibrato, and, and then kind of, well, he we took those ideas and put it all into this, so you've got kind of the, a standard strap, you've got, well, actually, this is more standard, although there's no paint on it, so excuse the lack of paint. Um, so, standard strap, you've got your uh, six screw trim, three single coils, five way switch, volume, tone, tone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got master volume, tone for the neck, and then tone for the middle. Uh, no tone for the bridge, so then you go on that, that's kind of yep. louder and brighter. And then bolt on neck, as usual, with a strap. And uh, yeah, and over time, they've changed. They started with maple boards. Yep. And um, as the tellies did, and then as the years got on to kind of, 59, they changed to a... Rose rosewood. Wood. And then kind of went through Slab and kind of a veneer board. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and kind of... And then the uh, so a standard, when they were released, they had three-way three switches. Yep. And used to be able to kind of hold Wedge them in the between, middle, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a standard five-way didn't become standard till something like the late 70s. Mm. And it was a custom response but yes. everyone put it on
1: there it? once the five ways yeah. came in and, uh. it gives you the more it gives you those in between positions that are yeah. famous, yeah, and strat strats, sounds yeah mm-hmm. and
2: strats have been played by everyone,
1: it by is everyone. the most copied I, the most played guitar, I mean if anyone saw the last episode I did look on, my Paul research consisted of going on and, and looking at cool pictures of Paul players, I, I didn't feel the need to do that with a strat today because everyone has played them at some point yeah. so the Stratocaster and Telecaster are both the Fender you know, mainstays. Stratocaster has never been out of the catalogue, has it? It's always been. No, I'm not the, the Les Paul. I'm not the telly. Telly, yeah. Okay, so... So it's not
2: a reissue, like the Les Paul's reissue from 68 uh, or 69 when they started it's it again. It's been a constant yeah. A constant, well, it was American Standard and they changed that recently.
1: Yeah. So, Christopher, from mm-hmm. Alufia's point of view, can yeah. you go through the main differences between the Strat and the Tele for, for those who may not know,
0: or you know, from your point of view, so. um, main differences. Obviously, you've got the tremolo, which adds a slight element of difficulty while building, but not too much. But the um, the other major things are the kind of the comfort curves, which kind of define the shape of a Strat. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the on the back. You've got the the stomach cutout um quite a big stomach cut out considering it's uh a lot bigger than you see on most other instruments the, and uh, then like a strat
2: is as many people seem to think a strat is thinner it's, it's not the, yeah i mean in terms of actual thickness edge thickness it's the thickest or one of the thickest guitars yeah flat top guitars especially yes yeah
0: um and then you've got the, the elbow carve up here which one of those things that most people just kind of associate with guitars now it's uh comfortable it's it's ergonomic and it's it's in a shape that's worked for a very long time and as such has been copied by most people um, There's also just you know there's a lot you can do with it in terms yeah. of building you can do you make a really nice one with the top and binding on yes, it you can yeah. do you know there's all sorts of things you can do with the neck and it's so modular and mm.
1: it's, so you said it's so sort of modular does that mean that when fender designed it it followed that same principle from the telecaster that any bit can be built different parts of the factory assembled Mm -hmm. all together anything breaks on it you just swap it out yeah if you have a neck that goes bad in the factory you just put another neck on it so it's all interchangeable exactly yeah
2: yeah even so up to nowadays recently recently maybe three four years ago they vendor bought in a uh uh kind of you went into the fender factory and you could choose the neck shapes and they, had to, and they sent them to particular big dealer stores yep um, that you could choose the body and the neck and then mm-hmm. you would they'd put it together they would kind of put one together and you would get it like eight weeks later yep and actually a lot of those
1: parts are made it's the both, both of them are the production guitar yes right? yeah in terms of everything's kind of based off of it in some way I suppose isn't it yeah you kind of Ibanez and the Super strap has yeah. kind of gone from there well, there's nothing really kind of followed the Telecaster. Telecaster's a telly, isn't it? This is, I'm trying to think of stuff that has been taken from the Telecaster, but the Strat is ever copied, isn't it? Well, yeah. I can't think the telly is.
2: No, apart from kind of identical telly types and then modifications on that.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: there's probably something big we're missing. Yes, I'm sure um, there
1: is. Um, Those 80s Schecters, which were great. <laughs> yes yeah (laughs) so christopher last every episode so far i've kind of asked if a strap lands upon your workbench Mm -hmm. what are your first thoughts are you are you happy to see it there do you know what it's likely problems
0: are there problems that occur on stratocasters regularly or uh yeah fairly regularly there's um Most of them, pretty much without fail, will need a neck shim at some point. Yep. Uh, much like a telecaster, but so strats are a little. For lower. someone like me who has no idea what you just said, mm-hmm. what um, is a, a neck shim? Because the necks are machined flat in the in the factory, and because the pockets are machined flat in the factory, mm-hmm. there's no break angle on these necks. Now, a lot of people say you don't need a break angle on a strat. It's not strictly true. Um, a lot of times, the bridge height will need to be such that the uh, the. the In order to get the saddles in the correct position for the bridge, the neck will need to be set back a small amount. Um, So uh, to remedy that, you loosen the neck pocket off and you can put a small uh, veneer shim. A lot of people use business cards, it's kind of the most common thing to see inside of a strap pocket. Um, But that just kinks the neck up just a little bit extra um, and lets you get the saddles right where you need them to be, both for comfort so you don't slice your hand open on the screws. Um, and also just for playability, because you get a little bit more volume and a little bit more kind of resonance out of the instrument once those saddles are correctly positioned. Um, apart from that, you always see the finish cracks around the neck, yep. um, right alongside either either position. You always yeah, get crack. Is
2: that.
0: Yeah, and is that is that something that you should be worried about? As a, is it typically, it's just in the finish. Yeah, um, it's just in the racket. Yeah. If you can move the whole neck pocket, then yeah. you have to be very concerned. But uh, that's a very rare occurrence. It's yeah, mostly I mean, just a little crack in the yeah. locker because it's been the neck been fit after it's been sprayed. Yep. And thus you get to- or dropped. Or dropped. I, I dropped my Albert Lee on <laughs> the back of a car
1: um, in a case, and it, it yeah it cracked the other side of the yeah. the finish. Either side. Well, this
2: this especially on straps, just because of where they are and the pressure that's on the other side, mm-hmm. and how thin this bit is. It's it always expands a bit and like you'll over time every strat most strats yeah, like ninety percent of them will have that on. You'll see brand new stuff like brand new finished guitars that have yeah. them on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from playing as well because obviously because it's screwing there is a tiny weeny bit of movement.
1: Yeah, I mean you can bend the neck. But yeah, forward. If I need to. You okay. can do that on most guitars. Yeah. So last week we, talk, we were talking about the Les Paul about how. I think we, we likened the Les Paul, we started likening different guitars to different cars. Oh no. So we had, oh no, yeah, here we go. So the Telecaster, I think we had a um, Toyota pickup truck. Oh yeah. It's indestructible. Les Paul was a uh, old school, uh, vintage Aston, Aston Martin. Yeah. So where are we going with the Strat then? What, what do we reckon?
2: Well, the strap was kind of the modern... Out of the three of them, it's like the more modern shape. Mm-hmm. I said Ford classic. Mondeo,
0: but um, I think that's probably <laughs> unfair. Yeah. Uh, what well, would be, be a good car that's that's um, popularized? Ford is too bad. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> V
2: Polo, VW okay. Polo. Yeah. Um, Fiat
1: 500. No?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a withering look.
1: So, we talked, I mean, last week you were talking about, um, Christopher, you were talking about the Les Paul being a, a very much a refined guitar compared to the Telecaster. Is mm-hmm. the Strat in the same way if you compared
0: it back to the Telecaster? Is it a more refined version of the Telecaster? In a lot of ways. You have yeah. things like, the, they always have the six saddles, so you always have the intonation points yeah. available for you. Yeah. Um, the comfort of it like I said the ergonomics of it are just so much better than a, like a vintage style telly. Mm. Um, they're just a lot more comfortable to play mostly yeah. um, and you know you also have the, the variability of sound you've got the three different pickups the different, five different pickup positions and uh, and so many things you can do with those three spaces yeah. especially nowadays yeah like you've got the S1 switch in here and that's yeah. changing the whole, whole switching setup really and that's yeah there's just so much you can do with a, a Strat it's just a it's a good solid platform to yeah, start from.
2: Put nice pit guards on.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. James is channeling his, channeling his uh, inner Fid Lizzy I'd, with I'd the like mirrored to scratch add, plate. I did not put that pit
2: guard on. I, I actually d- bought don't, this don't,
1: guitar don't,
2: don't, don't try off to, a
1: world famous guitarist like this. I would have. I would have claimed that. Just just own it, James. You put a mirrored scratch plate on a strat. So I can see my own face. Yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. So James, do you want to talk us through? So the strat has been in existence for however I many seventy five sixty five something like that a whatever school, a long time what much. are the main um, changes and stages that have changed I mean well, you go into your average guitar shop there are there's going to be a strat on the wall
2: it's the same yeah it's the same thing with kind of what we said with the telly it's a, I mean, yep. it's, there's, it's a hard thing to change Yeah. because of things like for instance well, this they refined, one though? this one is so this is actually from 2005, so it is like 12 years old now. Yeah, but it's all um, isn't it? It's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same age as me. That's why I got it. Um, <laughs> so in this case, it's moved. Like they've changed the trims. Yep. Some on the obviously the standard is still a six screw.
1: So this is a two-pin it's trim. So false trim, yeah. So it, trim. so it sits
2: on a, a knife edge. Yep. Um, I kind of in this case wrapped around this. So this is like the Music Man trim. Yeah. And these move a lot freely, you yeah. can go, in this particular one you can flick
1: it and you can make it tremor. So you've got it set to float, sort of so yeah. tone up on the G? Yes, yeah. So I might, I might make a disclaimer, I don't actually own a Strat. Um, that was my surprise, I yeah.
2: I thought every musician that had a few decent guitars had a Strat somewhere.
1: I, I've gone down the route of the Music Man You've got a silhouette. Stuff, so I've got a, a, cu- uh, a couple of silhouettes. Have um, you got a Fret King? i got a Fret King, I've got two silhouettes um the the silhouettes i preferred over the uh the strap because it's slightly different and then as i played it more and more i you know you either lo- love the music man neck carve or you don't like it i happen to really like it yeah um, i so like
2: your um albert lee
1: albert yeah, lee, yeah we, will, we will talk about that because that's about the most unique guitar i think i can i think of i don't think there are many guitars yeah. that especially signature models that are Sydney as models. instantly recognisable as the Albert no. Lee um, but with the so you've got the, the fulcrum trem
2: yeah trim. so the, the, obviously they've changed the trem in a big way obviously sometimes bigger blocks yeah. instead of the kind of vintage uh, oh like bent saddle yeah yeah. Uh, on some of the modern ones they've got these block ones Yep. Yeah. Um, and then things like pickups over time the, the single well, the single calls in general have changed. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you still have your standard vintage stuff. Uh, Fender now do the Noiseless, and they've gone... You want know,
0: N5 now? M 4 I think they're technically N4s. I don't know if they're called N4s anymore. Right.
2: Yeah, the N4 Noiseless pickups, which are a big thing because um, some of you might have noticed who listened to this and watched, but in the nineties, 80s and 90s, people like Eric Clapton and Jeff Beck who mm. were playing strats sort were of playing under big lights and at the time, obviously... I mean, as you'll know, especially going in yeah. the old theatres, single coils pick up a lot. Yeah, they're horrendous. Um, yeah. So they moved a lot to lay sensors, in this case, this guitar is lace sensors, mm. which are noiseless, completely noiseless. Well,
1: the, the big big lay sensor guy was uh, Dave Gilmore. Yes. Dave, David Gilmore on the uh, Pulse album.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I was kind of think with the lay sensors, it wasn't so much for the the, the noise. It was more to probably push the signal through. They are the, the, they are higher output. Uh, yeah, so is it they, higher impedance?
2: Yeah, yeah. They'll so, sit. They also the output sits at like a low to medium high uh, so they're like
1: nine k when the signal yeah, coils. Well, David Gilmore is pushing pushing the signal through so many effects. You, yes. if you go with a uh, a vintage style pickup with a low output, by the time it gets through the fifteen pedals and processes yeah. to the speaker and the amp, it, it's somewhat diminished a little yes, bit. Yeah. But where do you sit on sort of pickups as far as Strat Are um, you a, a renaissance man you, or, or, I mean, personally as a musician or as a guitar player, the whole idea of having lay sensor pickups is it, not my thing.
2: I really. never, um, actually originally tried them in like a very early build I did. Yeah. I got a lay sensor set um, and then I ended up buying this and I really like these. Though, and yeah. these, these are the... Is the blue one so they did like a blue gold yeah, so, yeah things like that um i actually quite like these they've got a nice kind of midi kind of yeah. um kind of slight growl to them there's not like not like p90s but like they're stronger single coils, and I'm like i quite, i quite like them i am quite uh i do like old yeah stuff like i mean this has got uh kind of standard singles in there yes. uh, based off like a set. I've got a strap up there that's mine. That's I got uh, Matt from House of Tone yep. to wind a set, um, wind a set of Big Dippers, like the John Mayer ones. Yeah. Um, Do you like John Mayer? No, no. Not, <laughs> at not at all. That's that's based off um, the John Mayer strap. Of, nah, Steve Vai. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It might be. I mean, up, he though. he
1: is yeah, uh, quite possibly the. I mean everyone kinda of thinks Clapton when it comes to strat sounds. But yeah, I,
2: I guess Claps is more like I like angry, strat angry
1: bit. Clapton from you know, Cream oh, the SSG, Les Paul, three three five. Yeah. Um but you think someone like uh Steve Vaughan on Lenny particularly, that is that for me that's the strat tone. That there's nothing and it's quite a strident sound isn't it it's oh, not a it? smooth sound it's quite no. a mid poke well there but he's got two, two tube skimmers on
2: yeah and, yeah and that's adding a lot of mid yeah that, exactly but, um, but yeah yeah
1: it's I was going to find I speak to students and I speak to you know people who play at home and when you have your sound set at home or you're playing in a shop or whatever the sound that you set on your amplifier by the time you record or you play live, that That's sound
2: different.
1: is completely different.
2: Well, let's back back to the that we chat about the way you play and the yeah. way you do things, and when you go to, I mean, I mean, you'll notice um, a lot through going through different theaters is that you mm. and different venues is that you will you'll get there and actually if you're using amps and, and pedals yeah. and things you'll get there and you'll you'll find that you'll need to adjust everything. Yes. Everything will sound completely different. Mm. It's the same in the spot. I imagine you told your students the same thing is that. If you're gonna go and buy a guitar, and you have, an if you're buying a new guitar and you have an amp, and you've got some pedals, most guitar players are fine with you walking in there with an amp yeah. and plugging your amp in and plugging that guitar into that amp. And especially if you're doing the around, if you're buying an amp, take your guitar with you. Mm. Yes. Um, and obviously it comes off the point, but that's it's so important. Everything mm. sounds so different, and the amount of people who buy something and then go home. Mm. and plug their guitar in and their pedals and even their leads and things like that it sounds completely different yeah
1: um it's pick i i find that and we're kind of going back to pickups a little bit i find that with pickups sometimes high output pickups when you play a high output pickup in isolation it's great when you're pushing it up to sort of loud substantial volumes almost i i don't like high output pickups i like low wound or vintage pickups because you can you can by the time you dig in in a little bit you know if you've got a high output pickup it's very easy to add gain yeah but to take away gain to try and get that half clean clean sound is impossible on high output pickups but i mean we've talked and i think it was mentioned in the um comments below about the um the new fishman pickups yes um which look great and i I would like to try those because i kind of Almost see those as the sort of successor to the lay sensors trying to yeah, solve kind of, that yeah. problem. I mean, because I assume they're noiseless pickups, the fisherman yeah. pickups, yeah. but with well, the two sounds.
2: The thing, the thing with kind of single coils is especially that um, kind of clarity you get. Yeah. Because they are so much. Yeah. You hear everything in a single coil, um, which you can't get. You do lose a little bit with these, yeah. or some of them, some of them are quite brittle with the lace sensors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then there's things like the, this has got a Simul Duncan JB, so a little kind of little 59, so it's a mini humbucker, yeah. which you can do, and in terms of them moving on, they've sorted them.
1: That's, that's, I mean, what you've done with this, with the humbucker in there, that is the single bugbear I think most guitarists will have with a Stratocaster, is this sounds lovely, Right through to here, then going on to the bridge. This single coil in the bridge will take your head off. Right? Oh yeah, and it's it's well, never wired, so you can. I mean, there is that mod, the Eric Johnson. Well, just a, just work. a
2: little jumper you can do to, so you can do that. Use this, but the the thing being is that the that single coil, yeah. is that. So these two are on, so the neck and the br- middle, yeah, are obviously on the tone, but they're on the side of the they're connected to one side of the yep. the uh, switch this is not connected the bridge is not connected to that no. side of the switch so that is doing that thing like an esquire does in the bridge position which, which is all it's touching is to this chop. volume yeah uh so it's going to be brighter anyway it yeah. always is um but i mean taking the pickguard off and edge it's one tiny little wire you'd need to add to make it so that you can do that and that's what a lot of the modern ones have or sometimes yeah. they'll do um like one of the tones will do actually the neck middle and then one will do the bridge.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean the way you've got that wired out, I mean, you, I get asked and students, usually parents asking, you know, they want to buy their child a uh, a guitar and they say, oh, what's the most versatile setup for a guitar, should I go two humbuckers or, and I always say to them, this is the way, the best way to do it, have a humbucker in the yeah. bridge, a a neck, single coil and a middle single it depends, coil it depends do everything you're on
2: playing it. I mean the advantage of having a humbucker in the bridge is you can still split it if
1: yeah. you want I mean that's why is, I've gone with my black silhouette yeah. is, is humbucker in a bridge um, and then two single coils because you can cover a whole gig on that guitar Yeah. even the middle you know that middle position with just the um, the middle uh, pickup going gives you another option yeah. as well but then well, you've like also the, got that nice neck that middle well. of the neck position on the strap
2: is yeah. so usually the, the sound that's yeah. totally my favourite strats mm-hmm. are probably apart from the one that Christopher built me yeah. probably my favourite guitars are they yeah I, I, I have quite a few, a few strats quite a few I've built for myself and then yeah. quite a few that I've bought and they're just comfortable guitars to play mm. you can do so much to them they're kind of simple and like the electronics have moved on a bit so they've fended this thing called the S1 yep. which is a, basically a push kind of a push push switch when they yeah, have a switch yeah. Um, and that can do things like, uh, for example, in this it's got a super switch, so it's got, if you've got two wafers on a yeah, yeah. normal switch, you've got four on this. Uh, and then they do a, a like a no-load pot on some of them yeah. where the tone gets to a certain point and then it like, clicks in, um, where it takes the tone completely away, so it does make it a bit brighter. Uh, you can do that with nail varnish. Okay. Yeah, if you okay. open the pot up and like dab a little nail varnish on the end, it'll lift it, the contact above, and stop it connecting.
1: Huh.
2: Um, right. cool but yeah and then like I mean obviously locking tuners are a lot of the modern ones which I think is a must on a sp- well not so much one of these mm-hmm. but the six screw ones the six screw ones yeah, aren't yeah. very um, they don't return as nicely no no because no, they've no. got six points I mean I've got I've taken two of the screws out of that Steve Ray Vaughan had yeah. two each side uh, and you see some people that have two mm-hmm. and um, I was actually chat about this next week but the uh, PRS one has six screws but it has grooves in each screw so they sit on the knife edge.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't play with a floating trim. I have the trim bolted down. I actually have the five springs in the back. Oh yeah. Because the one thing with a strat, I don't know what you do on this.
2: You probably. You it's
1: got, got is, is it foamed? No. Can you hear the? It's it's that sound, yeah. and mm-hmm. I was competent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it. the strap. One of the the not a flaw with a strap, but is that the trem create the trem cavity creates a reverb tank effectively, doesn't it? It does. And a lot it, of you'll see people put um, foam through the str- through foam the springs, or you can put. Um, Heat shrink mm-hmm. and just wind I it along. just put kitchen roll in the back and cover it over. That's what I've always done. Or I put the five springs in the back, so when you're hitting it, see it's this not one. The...
2: A lot of the time, actually, some of them aren't, but I, I don't mind like locking down the trim because I won't always use it. No. This one, I love this one because you can like flick it and it just carries on vibrating. Yeah. Vibrance.
1: See, that's fine if you're quite a light player. It's when you when you are a heavier player, it, it's no good. And the other, the massive bug there about straps is this is the most unroadworthy. Output jack on any guitar. These are an absolute it's not in a great place. nightmare. But they've never changed. I suppose they're in that same situation that Gibson are in. That they created this thing, you want, yeah, that but they we, can't change yes. now. And
2: actually, that's the one thing the Strats, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that when they, when you see someone replicate a Strat and do like a modern version of it, that everything is all identical. Yeah, really. Except and that. yeah, and that will go there. Right. And the I don't. I mean, I don't mind it. I think it comes off. From musicians that I've worked with, I've always thought it comes off at a nice point, especially the wireless, that it pops around your strap
1: and up here. Mm. I didn't see that as an issue.
2: (laughs) You don't own a strap.
1: I don't own a strap. (laughs) It might be one of the reasons why. (laughs) It's when the screw comes off. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any tips, Christopher, for how to keep the screw (laughs) on?
0: Um, the one—it's not really any tips apart from gluing it in place, which you don't want to do. No. Um, I mean,
2: it, that happens with side ones. It does There's too. ones coming along.
0: And, I'd okay. say the um, the one thing to make sure you don't do is when it's it's loose, is just keep spinning it because uh, the amount of times people come into a shop and say yeah. I've got electronic <laughs> At least guitar's not working guitar's I'm panicking broken. I don't
2: know what to do yeah
0: and then you just you pop open that thing and reconnect one or two wires and all of a sudden it's, it's perfectly, yeah, it's perfectly like, completely again. twisted and stuff. <laughs> actually the only one bug that I have with a Strat is that you have to take all
2: the strings off to get to the electronics mm-hmm. um, yeah. but then it's that simple like everything's on the board I love this. Is, but then the other side is I love wiring Strat pick cards yeah it's yes. one of my favourite things to wire because I can wire there and I can make it so incredibly neat mm. and just slots in. You have got two, three wires to connect. Um, and the way the bridge ground's done, it's all a simple, you thing. It's even simpler yep. than a telly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And other things they've improved, like some of the the modern ones. So this is the deluxe. They've got the yeah. neck joints a bit com- more comfortable. I was going to say
1: they've kind of cut that out. Yeah. Again, I.
2: And the uh, this one doesn't work because it's one of the stages that didn't work. But they have. Uh, if you look on the back of the neck, there's a little hole here mm-hmm. uh, for an Allen key, and that does um, does its own kind of uh, angle, right. so removing
0: the need for the shim like we were talking about before. The um, some of them work wonderfully. Yeah. yeah, It's a genius idea.
2: In this case, it doesn't. Yeah,
0: some of them just go right into the wood or whatever. Yeah, it happens yeah. to be underneath that point. And you've got
2: a good uh, the, that good combo of the plate and the piece that comes up.
0: Yeah,
1: cool. So, as a side question, what's your favorite? Stratocaster guitar tone slash guitar player
2: oh uh, well see oh uh, yeah but what I thought I'm going to say is, um, John
1: Mayer <laughs>
2: <laughs> wonderful tonight Eric Clapton oh God. <laughs> I thought I'd try and pull on I like I like the solo Oof. in that it's a live solo in that that's good uh, no mine is probably Gravity John Mayer live album
1: yeah yeah I get that yeah um well some of the aircraft. So he like. starts doing the behind the nut bends. Yes, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um I think Jeff Beck's Oh,
0: oh yeah. Jeff
1: Jeff Beck has to be the he's definitely the
2: most technically the best yeah. probably the best player, but definitely the best strap player. Yeah. He's that that's where that volume and that's the one thing that's better on this, than I tell you, yeah. is where the volume control is. His little finger sits on that volume control. Well with he with plays
1: his he holds his trem weirdly. Yeah that you know oh, yeah. makes sense he doesn't have a, a, I don't know, his hand down but he has his hands it's so his turns. little finger sits yeah under. but he turns if you watch him play he turns his hand round on the arm. yeah it yeah. Well, gives him more control
2: so he's got his little finger here
1: and no he when he when he plays the strap when he, oh, when he yeah, plays yeah, the trem arm was... his hand come around you watch him, his hand comes round. i can't remember exactly how he does it but you know what um where were you that yeah. You play, I think you play a harmonic
0: and it brings it down in increments. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. insane. Um, he, like he, uh, volume, Nadia, which yes, sounds Nadia. like it's played on a, an Eastern-scale instrument, yeah. but it's yeah. just phenomenal of well, the I went tremor. to
2: see Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton play together, and they yeah. did go in separate bits, Yeah, And he's doing that thing like um, Over the Rainbow, he does a version of that yes. where he's rolling the trem, mm-hmm. and the first bit starts just single notes, and he's using the yeah. and then it goes into harmonics. And my mum was sitting there and going, I had that, I thought that was played by a violin. It sounds like, and it's so perfect. He doesn't use a volume pedal and like the technique and the way he just bends, the the,
1: the guitars must be set up. Like he's the master, isn't he? He Yeah. You you, you might be good, but you will never be (laughs) Jeff (laughs) Beck. Yeah. yeah. So Christopher, what what about for you? What's your (sighs) defining Strat moment?
0: (sighs) Ah, that's a tough one. Electric 6 then face (laughs) Trance. Fair enough. Um, I, Don't say Wonderful Tonight. No, no. <laughs> oh, um, come on. I was, that's uh, the first song I ever learned all the way through. <laughs> Bad times. Uh, I was going to say um, Hendrix and uh, the, uh, kind of like all along the Watchtower, that sound. Yeah. That is, that's probably yeah. the first time I heard a Strat and thought, wow, I need a Strat in my life. Like yes. that was, Yeah. that was that. And then, uh, but then after that, I heard Jeff Beck and that kind of has trumped it. Yes. But that was kind of my initial...
1: I always, I always kind of feel like when we're asking questions like this, we should just discount De- uh, Jeff Beck from the <laughs> argument because it's always assumed, you know, whatever he does. I mean, the yeah, sound he gets out of that, too, is well, also quite unlike. I'm, I'm going to
2: make it. a car not get Hendrix, it's going to get me loads of abuse. <laughs> I do like Hendrix, ahead. no, no, but I do really like Hendrix. Yeah. But there's never, for me, a perfect point. In the studio, it was not enough, and live, it's far too much. There was never
1: that point in the middle for me where I thought he sounded amazing. Do you know what? Jeff uh, Jeff Beck, sorry, Jimi Hendrix. I didn't get Jimi Hendrix for a long, long, long time. And it's because I didn't, my dad didn't listen to it. So it wasn't in the house. And what I get with Jimi Hendrix now is everyone thinks Jimi Hendrix and likes Jimi Hendrix for the the reasons that he wasn't the best at. Now, everyone likes him. All the pyrotechnics and the solos and the long improvised sections. That's not the best bit about Hendrix. It's his rhythm work and his singing and his songs. And what but, he brings, what he brought was not necessarily just the lead stuff, because Clapton was doing that in Cream. Yeah. You had Clapton, you had all these other guys doing it, but the stuff he was doing with his rhythm, you know, listen to Little Wing. That yeah. is, is the best well, bit I'll of yeah, surely. Yeah, wait till tomorrow.
2: Which leads and kind of, my point about Hendrix that, I always think the songs that people cover of his- Are
1: not the good ones to cover.
2: Well, I don't know. Well, John Mayer did. This is, uh, I'm getting tons of views. Uh, John Mayer did Boulder's Love and yeah. Wait Until Tomorrow. And Wait Until Tomorrow, John Mayer's version is one of my favourite
1: songs. The solo, the tone he gets on the solo in yeah. that version is incredible. Yeah.
2: And, and that's my thing is that a lot of the covers I hear I always like more than the Hendrix ones.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, well, such, but then Hendrix wrote them, so it's. It's, it's such a short career as yeah. well. Yeah. You know. my, my strap moment is slightly. Oh, on, Steve, I Mine's think, I think Rory Gallagher.
2: Yes, yeah, that's where I was going. Rory Gallagher. With the tr- the, um treble booster. It's and a track yeah. called Bad
1: Penny. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just that tone on that is insane. But again, he he's, he, yeah. Him and his guitar you know kind of pretty much well weren't they especially by the end yeah. it was rotting away but that that tony got through those is it ac 30s yeah and, and you
2: can tell to, yeah, when they were re- recording
1: that they were pounding the microphones yeah. it was blisteringly loud i've got a couple of um it was a live irish tour yes dvd that's home,
2: what's in these amazing. is the um they're sorry yeah. I'd like to collapse now these are the Rory gallagher oh they're called irish tours? Irish, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nuffers, phenomenal yeah. player. Um, actually, just, and then Steve Ray Vaughan, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, on exactly.
1: That. Pride and joy. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tons of them. Yeah. So... so someone, There's got to be someone. Oh, it's there, more. Please, we'll, we'll leave it open, uh, I reckon. Yeah. We'll leave it open. Mm-hmm. So in the comments below, I mean, I, I am aware we had a couple of comments on um, uh, YouTube that we tend to face each other. That's partly because we're having a conversation across, and we don't, you know, you're welcome to join us in our conversation um yeah. so please below let us know some uh strap moments we should uh check out we're yeah. always always happy to listen to stuff so or guitars um, that
2: we've obviously
1: missed yeah oh obviously there's tons we would have oh, missed oh yeah tons of we missed, it so. is the iron maiden yeah yeah um
2: there's
1: someone that we're missing is yeah. it yannick hers yeah
2: and uh adrian smith yeah
1: i mean that's no one they look pretty cool tons of them yeah,
2: yeah
1: so please let us know below we're, we're about on time now so uh, we'll yeah. uh, let us know let us know below in the comment section yeah. who we should check out and uh if you you know we we'll obviously want to get a conversation started on the uh, youtube channel particularly for anyone who's uh, been listening on stitcher itunes or soundcloud i'm very sorry please go and watch the youtube video as well you can actually <laughs> see what we're talking about yeah um, so
2: this but then yeah we, we're hopefully trying yeah play that's that's one point. Is the uh, on Guitar Heroes front, is you guys are doing. We we've got our weekend workshop here yes. on the sixteenth mm-hmm. of September, which we have thirteen or fourteen people signed up for, which is fantastic. Um, we're hoping to get a few more. Uh, I think you guys are going to be here doing stuff. But the night before, yeah. you are gigging in on the fifteenth. You're gigging in t- uh, uh, Wimbledon. To uh, be fair to yes. Wimbledon, yeah, yeah, which. Um, we'll uh, we'll put up a link put a link below this yeah, yeah. and we'll put up a link on there so if, on. if any of you are coming to the the show and, and we'll go to that i think i'm uh, chatting to phil we need to confirm
1: yeah
2: uh with phil uh, we might be able to get you a small discount on the tickets um and so if you let us know we can sort your tickets yeah i think ben me think uh, christopher maybe um we'll hopefully be there and there the is episode. beer yeah. The yeah, and we'll um we'll chat we'll chat afterwards. Yes.
1: And um and you guys will be playing some Crimson's. and. Yeah, yeah. So you can check out StoryGuitarHeroes.com Yeah. And it's on there. It's the Tivoli Theatre. There's a, link, a ticket link on the website.
2: So that's the show we went. We went there yeah. last year and that was fantastic.
1: <laughs> it's all all new. You wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, I know. Oh, like, so I want to see Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Don't tell them what's in the show, James. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Strat players, Prince. Prince, yeah. yeah. But he's not famous for a strategy.
2: No, he's not famous for one guitar though, really. He's that is that Honor? Honer, but Hohner. Hohner. his was uh H.
1: S. Anderson. Yeah. that's The other company did it, yeah. So we've gone we've gone down the rabbit hole as far <laughs> as talking <laughs> about guitars. So next week we'll be back talking about PRS guitars. Yeah. I say next week. We're gonna go and do it in a minute. So <laughs> We're not going to change shirts. No, no, no we're no, not. not. We're attention to details. Not bad so No, <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll see you all again next week. Um, as always, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, and you can send emails to James at office at Crimson so He likes to hear from you.
2: Yeah, and, and please actually um, check out our Patreon. Our Patreon. This is great because that will um, help us afford some new mics and you know. Just for these new shoes, they
0: do. I've just, <laughs> I've just bought <laughs> new shoes. I've bought new <laughs>
2: shoes that are maybe an inch taller. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: James has gone with Cuban heels. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we'll uh, see you again next week. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye.